Welcome to We Got Goals, a podcast by asweatlife.com on which we talk to high achievers about their goals. I'm Kristen Guile. I am the Chief Content Officer at asweatlife.com. And in our fifth season of this podcast, we're still talking to high achievers about their goals, but we are doing it with a twist. Now we're inviting listeners just like you guys to get your questions answered in a new segment we're calling Goals to Go. We asked listeners to tell us where they were stuck in their goals, and this season we are doing a little matchmaking with our guests. And the the matchmaking phrase is very appropriate for today's guest. We are talking to Dustin Kendrick. He is an entrepreneur. You've seen him on your television screen uh, on season 15 of The Bachelorette. And most recently, he is the founder of Guaranteed Karma, which is a super cool program that provides you with local rewards right after you have volunteered and given to others. So Dustin and I are going to talk through some of the big goals that he set in the past and what he's working on for the future. And then we are going to bring on our guest, Nimbe, who is going to get real-time advice on a goal that she has of expanding a scholarship that she founded last year. So that was a lot of talking for me. Uh, Dustin, I would love to hear you talk now. Uh, Thank you so much for being here. Why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and maybe what this last year has been like for you. Sure. Yeah, I'm Dustin Kendrick uh, from Southern Illinois, borderline Kentucky, hillbilly at heart. Um, I, I didn't know that you were so close there. Yeah, I'm right by Paducah. Well, oh, I yeah. Was. yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I've lived in Chicago for eight years. Um, just been an entrepreneur and volunteer for the last two years. And yeah, it's a little bit about myself. Yeah. Ooh. And you have recently moved to New York. We recently moved to New York, yeah. Uh, four days in. I uh, love it. Can't he's complain. looking around. <laughs> you can't hear this on the podcast, but he's looking around to <laughs> He loves where he is right now. Yeah, I love it. Uh, it's fun. It's a new experience. Uh, Chicago will always be home to me, though. I'm sure I'll be home in like a year or two. Yeah. yeah. And then speaking of Chicago, you came onto our radar uh, when you were first deciding to run the Chicago Marathon. And I believe you did that for charity, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we raised yeah. some money for the Chicago Marathon. Um, man, what an experience. The marathon's fun until it isn't, man. <laughs> it's fun for the first, like, two and a half hours. And then you're oh. like, oh, there's more. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, just an awesome experience. And uh, fulfilling that and completing that, it's just a, an amazing feeling. So it seems like charitable giving has always like been something that's uh, part of your lifestyle. I would love to hear a little bit more about like your background with volunteering sure. and how that was like ingrained in you as something important growing up. Yeah, um, I think as a kid, I oh, I remember when I would see like homeless people, I would always feel so bad for them, and I was like, "What well, what's going on? Like, can we not help?" people like that or whatnot. And I've always had, I think I was just born with it, but I find myself being like very um, lucky. I feel like I've just, you know, there's been times where I haven't necessarily surrounded myself with positive people and I could have been in a totally different situation than I am now. So I give total gratitude that I am in the position I am now. And I just want to give back as much as possible because um, that's how the universe works. You know, you got to give back. And that's how I really got into like volunteering, you know, just helping people that are underprivileged, that are having a hard time. Like they need a, a hand and we, we got to help them. Um, so I came up with, uh, this, uh, idea called guaranteed karma. And, um, 
we just launched last year. And pretty much what we're what we believe is that we can change the way people view volunteering. Um, we want to create it into a new light. Um, let's let's say it like this. So almost everybody knows they should work out, right? Why? Because it's weird, right? And if you don't work out, you're like, damn, I, I need to work out. You know, I mean, like, I mean, why I, do I feel so bad? Why does my body hurt? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, Maybe move, maybe like drink some water. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's that mindset that we have with that. And that's what I want to recreate with volunteering. We need to know that we need to volunteer if we're not volunteering. So it's like, man, I haven't volunteered this week. I really need to go and give back. And it's recreating that mindset that we're trying to do. And it just, when that happens, like our community, our local businesses with everything, is just going to explode, you know, with, with so much new opportunity. So I'm trying to bring high engagement to local organizations and high engagement to uh, local businesses. So um, how Guaranteed Karma works, you go on the website and you look at our event page and you easily sign up um, for an event. After you work that event, you get perks. So hence, Guaranteed Karma. Um, so yeah, we have, a, we have a lot of local brands that have partnered up with us that are giving... Uh, uh, rewards to volunteers and which that's not the main thing about guaranteed karma you know that's just like a a side thing that helps get people involved and in wanting to but it's just the culture that we're going for of re- recreating this new mindset of volunteering and then what about the the nonprofits and the charities how do they sign up to get um into your good graces yeah, it's easy. They just tell me they want to be on there. I throw them on the website. Yeah, super easy. Um, this year has been tough, though, because um, of COVID, of course, uh, a lot of organizations can't take on too many volunteers. So we can only fill up five to 10 volunteers a session. Um, but I'm pretty optimistic that once, you know, COVID clears up, we're just going to move full force and get all kinds of numbers of people uh, volunteering. Yeah, I think one thing that you just said sort of stuck with me, like this past year, no matter how hard it's been for all of us, like it has put into perspective, like how much more fortunate you might be than someone else. And I think um, carrying that feeling of gratitude with you is probably something that is really meaningful as you are like finding these organizations to work with and to partner with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, yeah, like you said, 2020 was hard for everybody. Um, But there's always someone that really really having it harder you know like we're pretty lucky we have jobs we're we're healthy um wow we have so much to you know be thankful for and give gratitude for and there's so many people that aren't in the situation that we are in so we gotta give them a helping hand we gotta help them and one of the things that i've noticed about you um you know i've been following you on instagram for a while and you are like always putting out these really cool volunteer opportunities and like things that you're doing and then you're also you were um, helping run fitness in the park over the summer. It seems like you're like a charitable generalist. Like you like to do a little bit of everything, but is there one cause that's like a little more close to your heart than others? Um, I would say guaranteed karma is probably a little closer to my heart, but fitness in the park is great too. We're going to continue that this summer where people that might not know um, it's a donation based class and we have uh, different trainers from all over Chicago and um, one trainer, leads a session in a different park around Chicago. And it's just a way to build community and raise money for charities. It's a, it's, it's awesome. It's a great vibe, but 
I love that. So I love that a lot too. I love them all. They're like my children, yeah. all my little yeah. projects. I don't know. Yeah. Um, those fitness in the parks, like they looked like a huge party by the end of the summer. Like you had, man, it felt like hundreds of people showing up. Yeah. So I think the most we had was 140 people, which was insane. Wow. I thought Lori Lightfoot was just going to come like this. I'm like, we're safe, Lori. It's safe. It's safe. <laughs> Everyone's spread out. Everyone's six feet apart. People have their mask on when they're not working out. We're good. We're good. But um, wow, it was, that felt so good. I'm not going to lie. The fact that, you know, you're coming around people and having a sense of community again, it was a, it was a great feeling. And it's a little bit of normalcy too, um, which yeah. I think a lot of us needed. We, you, you need it, you know, we've gone through so much and we have to take care of our mental headspace as well. Yeah. Well, let's uh, induct you into the We Got Goals uh, lexicon. <laughs> the first thing that we like to do with uh, people who come on our podcast is ask them to talk us through a big goal that you've had in the past, why it was important to you and the steps that you took to get there. So the question is on you. All right. A big goal. Um, I would say guarantee starting guaranteed karma was a big goal of mine. Um, I thought of this idea probably four years ago, never really had the confidence, never really had the courage to do anything about it. And this last year I decided that I'm going to start taking action on ideas and things I believe in. And I should just start taking action besides just letting it just live in my brain. You know, I have to give it out to the world. Mm-hmm. So that's been one of my goals is just to take action, believe in yourself, have the confidence to do it. And yeah, I would say, I'll say this too, kind of off subject, but one thing that I started last year is the fact that I do these three things that help me in my mental headspace is that one, um, I give gratitude for one minute of everything I have. Um, it could be as simple as breathing air, health, everything, family, um, shelter. Two, um, I pet myself up because sometimes you are going to be the only person that gives yourself a, uh, a compliment, you know? Yeah. And, you, and I think naturally we always tear ourselves down. So I might've had this idea four years ago. I'm like, Dustin, there's no way you could do this. You can't do this. You know, why even think about it? You know, we have those mindsets in our head, those, those little voices talking to us all the time. So we have to pull those weeds and say, you can do this. There's no reason you can't do this. You, yeah. there's, if anyone's going to do it, you're going to do it. Like give yourself confidence, you know, do that be for one minute. Man. You have to be your own hype man. Have to be, if you're not, you'll bring yourself down. Uh, and three manifest, manifest what you want, visualize it, see yourself there, see it where it is and do that for one minute. And these three things, these three minutes a day have changed my world. And I just uh, wanted to share that with you and your listeners. Um, I love that. So that's one of my goals and to continue and grow from that. Yeah. I think that's, that's so great. Um, you know, we talked to a lot of people on the podcast over the pandemic and asked for their recommendations of what they were doing. So that really hits home that um, a lot of people said similar things to you in terms of gratitude, especially. Uh, gratitude has become a really big practice over the last year. Uh, and then manifesting too is, it's one of those words that like, I kind of have a hard time wrapping my head around, but for you, it really seems to come through as visualizing. Yeah. Visualizing, getting those, there's a book on it. I need to read it, but I had a buddy tell me, you have to visualize and get those emotions and those vibration feelings that it's already happened. And that's pretty much just throwing it on the universe and it has no, it's got to come right back to you. So feeling that gratitude, getting those emotions involved that it's real and 
soon enough, it will come. Yeah. And then let's look towards the future a little bit. We always like to ask our uh, guests on the podcast to give us a little preview of what they're working on. So can you tell us about a big goal that you have for the future and why it's important to you? Whoops. Sorry, my dog's in here. Um, <laughs> We're used to it. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm an entrepreneur and I, I like to do a, a lot of different projects um, besides Guaranteed Karma. And I also do like a herd chef show where I, I have um, local chefs teach me how to cook something. But I actually have a to-go cocktail that I'm really excited that's going to be out very soon. You have my it's, it's so good. So it's a to-go cocktail and it's a mule, Moscow mule. It's raspberry flavoring. So with this drink, it's all nat- it's all natural flavoring. So we have real raspberries in there, real ginger, real lime juice, real sugar cane. So you have all these uh, real natural flavors, and it's phenomenal, phenomenal. Oh my gosh, it'll be in Chicago very very soon. Yeah, a mule is like my go to cocktail when I'm out at a bar and like I don't really know what I want, but I'm like, okay, that tastes good every single time. Yeah. Um, you can't go wrong with a meal. To our director of partnerships offline because she is super into the beverage industry and she has her own um, CBD infused elixir beverage. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 Definitely in connect me. Also, too, it's 15.3% alcohol based. So, I mean, it's going to get the, it's going to get the job done. <laughs> so you went for quality and hopefully quantity will follow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's one of my goals. And well, on the entrepreneur status. But other than that, I just want to bring people together again, you know, and we'll see where we go. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds like um, you've got a lot of exciting stuff on the horizon. It sounds like you've got, do you want to tell your dog hi and hold her up to the camera for me to see? Oh my gosh, she's being a little brat. She needs some attention, but oh, we'll give her say hi, so. Belly scratch. Hi. She a good belly scratch. This is great podcasting material. Perfect for the audio Medium there right we now. go. Do you hear, do you hear her? Yes, yes. <laughs> she's so loud snoring. I mean, well, dude. she's adorable. I think Nimbe has a dog too. Um, well, speaking of Nimbe, let's uh, get going with our goals to go segment. So, Nimbe, we are so excited to welcome you onto We Got Goals. So, why don't you come on and tell us a little bit about your goal and what you've done so far to reach it? Hi. Yeah, thank you. Um, so last year I started a scholarship and it, it, a college scholarship, $500, was only supposed to be for two um, students already enrolled in school, um, either immigrant students or children of immigrants. More so I connect to that because I myself am an immigrant. So I wanted something where I would be able to like get back to this the same way that I've received. And so um, somebody was able to match. So I started that. And really, I had thought about this for years and just never really, again, like Dustin said, it's like I wasn't doing very much about it. And like, you know what? It's it's the time. So I stayed up one night to like finish the the page for it. And so once I had that, I'm like, you know what? It's out. So just post it, share it. And now it's something that I want to continue doing every single year, grow it. Um, and if I have the opportunity to be able to give the scholarship to the same student, maybe start off at freshman year and then keep them going for the four years, that would be great. But that also takes a lot of like funding. And so I have a couple of questions, more so in the sense of the, the funding aspect of it and then the growing it um, 
more so for that network part. So my question for Dustin, what would you say are the best ways to fundraise and network in order to get the word out about the program or organization that it is that you are either working on or you're just, you just want to like grow. Um, So those are like my main things that I want to focus on. And um, like I reached out to different organizations, but of course only a handful and still got a good amount of applicants uh, for the scholarship, but um, just for future and for growing it. One of your take on that. Yeah, I think I'm kind of learning that, uh, that same thing as well. But I would say um, your relationships with people, um, the relationships you've already had with people, your friends, uh, maybe people you've done like, um, you know, um, charity opportunities with before. I feel like those are people that know you and those, are gonna, those people are going to believe in you that you could um, easily get to help fund. Or it's like everyone already, everyone knows somebody, you know? So I'm a true believer that if you have this great energy, you have a great personality and I'm Sophie, I'm sorry. Um, and you just have a, a sense of community where you're going and meeting new people and whatnot. And I know COVID's tough. COVID's it's so hard to meet new people and try to get that going. But um, I would just say, be passionate about it and stick with it on trying to get the word out there and to make it grow. Um, have your friends believe in you, have your friends, Say if you're on social media trying to get it to grow, have your friends like it, comment, share it. Every it doesn't take anything for someone to share something. Um, yeah, and I'm, yeah, no. I'm 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 learning as well. So it's, when I find out more, I'll let you know too. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So I think it's just more so like showing that passion. Like you clearly love what it is that you're working on and growing and yeah. work all the people that you work with. So it it like you said, it's that energy that radiates, people see it. And yeah. as long as you believe in it, um, I think it's also like hyping myself up and believing in myself too. 100%. Um, so. And I would say, I, I saw this, I'm a big TED Talks guy. I love watching TED Talks. And this guy, I forget his name, Simon something. But he was pretty much talking about why Steve Jobs was so great at marketing. And, you know, we could all have a product that you know, we have and we want to sell off, right? And it's like, hey guys, I have this product. It's great, buy it, sell it. And that's how a lot of businesses are that we see. And what set uh, Steve Jobs apart from that is that he told people, well, this is who we are. This is what we believe in. This is what we do. But it just so happens that we have a great product as well, if you would like to buy it, you know? So people will buy into you and your beliefs, and if they can relate to that, then you have them sold on whatever you're trying to get out there. So, uh, yeah, definitely believe in that. So, yeah, that energy is perfect. Perfect. Yeah, that's great. Um, great advice and just something to for me to keep in mind and just keep going with and growing, I guess, every year. Yeah, just grow every year. Awesome. Guys, thank you so much. Before we go, Dustin, we have a couple of questions from listeners that we would love to get your take on. Uh, and then All right. on, don't go anywhere. Um, so you already kind of covered what inspired you to start Guaranteed Karma. Um, but I'd love to hear too, like if there have been any wins along the way that you've been excited about in that founding story, anything that you are particularly proud of right now? Um. I guess the reinsurance that people kind of like this idea that I came up with, um, validation, I would say, it's been really uh, great 
I, I would say I, I take that to heart that, you know, it makes me feel like, okay, I must be doing something good. People like what I'm doing. I'm getting volunteers to come. I'm getting local organizations that want to be a part of this. I'm getting local companies that want to be a part of this. Um, that validation has been great. And it, it gives me, inspires me and motivates me to want to continue to grow for sure. All right. And then from someone else who has survived a marathon, they want to know, would you ever run a marathon for charity again? Or are you a one and done runner? No, I'll run. I'll run. I'll, I'll probably try to run one once a year. Uh, yeah, I, it gives me, you know what? It's a great way to prove to myself that anything's possible. I think it's a good exercise to do. And it's not just about the physical quality of it. It's mental, you know, it's running a marathon. It's all mental. And I think that's a good practice on if I'm in this business, maybe things aren't going well. You got to keep going. You got to keep pushing. You can't give up. So I'll continue to do a marathon. I did a half marathon last year. Casual. Um, it sucked. I didn't, I didn't train for it at all. Um, you know, Chelsea, Chelsea. Yeah. yeah she was like, Hey, I'm going to run a marathon. I'm like, well, I'm not. But uh, <laughs> I told her if she ran a full, I would run a half. And I ran a half with her. And my God, from not training at all, and it was wet and cold. Yep. I think once you've run a full marathon, you kind of trick yourself into thinking, oh, I can do 13 miles, like no training. You can just go out there and do it. And then yeah. you start and then you're like, oh, uh, I didn't think about this. Ooh. Ooh, um, I, was, I was out of commission for two days. <laughs> Nimbe, I see you nodding along. Um, Dustin, you don't know this, but Nimbe is also an endurance athlete who is training, right. training for a full Ironman right now, Nimbe. Wow. Yes, September. So whether it happens or not, I'm I'm in it for, for the training and just the journeys. Oh, it's going to happen. We're, we're, <laughs> I we're sure hope so. <laughs> it's gonna, we're manifesting already. It's going to happen. <laughs> um, Nimbe, do you have any tips and tricks for continuing to train as an endurance athlete, even when you're not sure? if this race will happen besides, I know we're manifesting, but how do you keep your mindset in the right place? I really think it's having support, um, from others. Like my sister is actually training with me, but, um, there's been actually the, the past two weeks I've been struggling with working out and going for my run, but it's that consistency and it's not about motivation, but more so all right, I have to get it done because otherwise I can't just magically show up to the race in September and hope to wing it. Um, it's happened in the past and it doesn't feel great. So yeah, um, if, just continuous work. <laughs> if you're, if you're running in this weather, you're much, you're a stronger person than me. Woo wee. Nimbe is weatherproof. I don't know. Oh if my heard. goodness. Oh my goodness. You're, you, yeah, you got this. If you're running <laughs> this single digits. And chilly. <laughs> Um, okay, Dustin, you say that you are a wannabe chef on your Instagram profile. So yeah. what is your go-to dish if you are trying to impress somebody? Oh, we, I would say, you know, it's so easy to make and it's all about what I'm learning is, well, for people that aren't, you know, very well in depth in cooking like myself, um, it's all about presentation. Get a good lay, like you don't have to be, it doesn't have to be, we're not going to make the most magnificent gourmet dish. Okay. We're, we're all ordinary people. Um, but if you could make it, if you could prepare and make it look, the presentation looks so great. Oh my gosh. People think you're like magnificent, but if I was going to impress somebody, um, pasta, pasta is really easy. And again, you can get 
for the presentation, some basil leaves, maybe little tomatoes on there with the sauce and some seasoning. And it just looks like someone will be impressed. They're like, wow. Yeah. You know? Sauce goes a long way with pasta too. Like if you can make a good sauce, that takes you good sauce. the way there. Yeah. And anybody can make their own sauce. You just get a couple of tomatoes and add some flavoring in there as well. And you're good to go. Nice. Uh, when you said that presentation is everything, the first thing that came to my mind was like, cool, I'm making someone a PB&J and I'm cutting it into a shape of a star. Like that's, there that's we go. presentation. <laughs> that's how there I'm going all my suitors. There you go. I love that actually. That sounds really good. I mean, PB&J hits the spot every single time. I have one every day. Like, really? Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, do you have any takes on this season of The Bachelor and any embarrassing stories from running the marathon with Matt? Um, I haven't been watching that much. Uh, but I don't know. I hope he finds love. I hope he's happy and all that good stuff. Any embarrassing moments from running? I, I will say this. I haven't embarrassed. Yeah, we were running and you get so hungry while you're running. For mm-hmm. people that don't know, like you're burning so many calories and you're getting so hungry and you have random people that are just handing you out like random food. Like and someone, I think, speaking of PB&Js, someone was handing out PB&Js when we were running and we make fun. We were literally like Pac-Man. Every time people were handing out things, we were just gobbling <laughs> it all up. And I think towards the end, our stomachs were really rumbling. Like we did too much, but luckily <laughs> nothing. We didn't poop our pants. They said, I mean... <laughs> It happens with people. People poop their pants. It's like a thing. I know. That's what I've heard. We didn't Uh, poop our pants, so. You know, sometimes that's the only thing you can ask for when completing a marathon. Don't let me poop my pants and let me finish. In that order. (laughs) There we go. All right. Last question from us. Uh, Is Sophia the bulldog the only lady in your life right now? She is the only lady in my life at the moment. Yeah. Um, well, she's a beautiful one. So you're in good, good hands. Yeah. She's all I need. Hopefully when COVID's over, maybe I'll, I don't know, figure something out and start dating or something. Venture back out there. Yeah. Um, Awesome. Well, Dustin, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Uh, let me give you a quick 30 seconds to plug everything that you're working on, where we can find more about guaranteed karma. Okay. How how much time do you have? Hold on. Well, That's we have about 30 minutes. <laughs> I'm messing, I'm messing. Um, yeah, Guarantee Karma, um, Herd Chef, be on the lookout for our uh, to-go cocktail. I am not lying. It is the best mule I've ever had. I'm so excited. Um, it's it's going to be good. Um, other than that, um, we'll have Fitness in the Park in Chicago, maybe also in New York um, when it warms up. We'll see how it goes. But other than that, um, me and Pete, I'm rooming with Peter. Too funny. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to have a podcast uh, about our New York experience. Ooh. And uh, stay tuned. Yeah, hopefully we'll have that up next month as well. But awesome. other than that, so like, uh, I hope everyone that listened, um, volunteers, start uh, raising your standards on volunteering once, once a week. And uh, yeah. Awesome. And then Nimbe, how about you? Where can we find out more about the scholarship that you're working on or maybe cheering you on as you're training for your Ironman? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram um, at Fit Food Dreams. And so it's more so like just all Ironman training um, and then scholarship related and just life more so just training. But yeah. 
Awesome. Well, thank you guys for being on the podcast today. And this was another episode of We Got Goals, which is an AsletLife.com production. And it's just another thing that is better with friends. So thank you to the listeners for being part of our community. Thank you to Dustin for being here. Thanks to Nimbe for being a guest and for asking her great questions about uh, charitable work. And then thank you to Ryan Deffitt for editing our audio and Ryan Barayuga for creating the video version of the podcast. We will see you guys next time.